Discuss psychotherapy. What is it? What types are there? And what are the common ingredients of successful therapies? So starting off with the definition, psychotherapy is typically an interpersonal treatment for individuals or groups with a psychiatric disorder, problem or adverse circumstance. It can be useful in psychiatric disease, maladaptive thoughts, feelings, behaviours or relationships, support in crisis or chronic conditions, enhancing the patient to make behavioural changes and helping with couples or family. A success in psychotherapy requires therapeutic alliance and rapport, patient motivation and minimising counter-transference. Counter-transference is when there's redirection of a therapist's feelings toward a patient or more generally as a therapist's emotional entanglement with a patient. There are many different types of psychotherapy and the features overlap but the evidence-based psychotherapies which I'll describe are um, eight different types. So the first one is cognitive and behavioural therapy, CBT, which you can do individually or as a group. There's two components to it, the cognitive, which is the thoughts and feelings of the patient, and the behavioural, which is a graded exposure therapy or desensitisation. In CBT, we identify the thought distortion and the maladaptive beliefs and focus on changing this maladaptive behaviour using thought exercises or real experiences. It's for highly motivated, problem-solving people. Digital CBT is available as well, and CBT and digital CBT are equivalent to second-generation SSRIs and SNRIs without the side effects. So for moderate to mild to severe major depressive di uh, disorder, so the benefits of digital versus face-to-face -face is digital CBT is effective, it's cheap, efficient, and there's usually good compliance since the client pays for it. And 80% will improve on digital CBT with 60% remission. Face-to-face -face CBT has those same benefits, but there's a higher likelihood of distraction when talking. Um, the behavioural modification in CBT is very useful for OCD and phobias and can be with systematic desensitisation where there's an increasing level of exposure to the anxiety provoking stimulus while performing relaxation techniques. There's also flooding and implosion where there's exposing a patient to a real, so flooding, or imagined, which is implosion. Um, anxiety-provoking stimulus until the patient achieves complete relaxation in that situation. Biofeedback is providing physiological information to the patients to improve their relaxation. Token economy is rewarding positive behaviours. Aversion therapy is using a non-rewarding stimulus to demote negative behaviours. Substitution is also a part of behaviour modification, so for example chewing gum instead of smoking. And then hypnosis can also be a part of behavioural modification. The indications for CBT include for depression, generalised anxiety disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, personality disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, eating disorders and for medical causes as well like insomnia or smoking or lower back pain. The number needed to treat is 2 to 3 for major depression, generalised anxiety disorder, personality disorders and social phobias. The time frame is generally between six weeks to six months. 
The second evidence-based psychotherapy model is interpersonal psychotherapy, which has four components to it. Firstly, interpersonal deficits, including social isolation or involvement in unfulfilling relationships. The second is loss and grief. The third is changing roles, so difficult life transitions such as retirement, divorce or moving to another city. And the fourth is interpersonal effectiveness. So dealing with interpersonal disputes that emerge from conflicting expectations between partners, family members, close friends or co-workers. And interpersonal psychotherapy differs from other traditional psychodynamic approaches in that it examines the current rather than past relationships and it recognises but it doesn't focus on internal conflicts. So the practice differs from cognitive and behavioural therapy approaches because it addresses maladaptive thoughts and behaviours only as they apply to interpersonal relationships. IPT aims to change the relationship patterns rather than the associated depressive symptoms, as well as target relationship difficulties that exacerbate these symptoms. IPT is less directive than CBT or cognitive behavioural approaches, focusing on the patient's specified target areas without dwelling on his or her personality traits. The time frame for IPT is 12 to 16 weeks and the indications for it are for depression and eating disorders. The third type is supportive psychotherapy or counselling and it's where empathy and counselling on coping strategies with crisis or transient problems, maintaining hope or optimism and providing encouragement and guidance. Unlike in psychoanalysis, in which the analyst works to maintain a neutral demeanour as a blank canvas for transference, in supportive therapy, the therapist engages in a fully emotional, encouraging and supportive relationship with the patient as a method of furthering healthy defence mechanisms. Indications for counselling or for um, supportive psychotherapy would be for depression. The fourth type is psychoanalytical. So transference is when the patient projects unconscious feelings onto the therapist and the therapist can gain insight into the personal conflicts by interpreting these feelings. Counter-transference is when the therapist projects unconscious feelings onto the patient and this should be avoided. Free association is when the patient brings up all thoughts during the therapy session to identify unconscious conflicts. A therapeutic alliance is a bond between the therapist and the patient. A dream interpretation is interpreting dreams that represent conflicts between the patient's urges and fears. The patient urges and fears. Indications for psychoanalytical therapy would be personality disorders B and C, anxiety disorders, sexual disorders, major depressive disorder, healthy individual and healthy individuals under stress. The fifth type is psychodynamic psychotherapy, which relies on the patient develop, developing insight and discovering the unconscious meanings and motivations of their past thoughts, feelings and behaviours. It uses childhood experiences or past unresolved conflicts or previous relationships, etc. to uncover unconscious patterns of interpersonal relationships, conflicts and desires and it, thus it aims to improve the patient's functioning. Indications include depression, anorexia nervosa, personality disorders such as borderline.
Number seven is, number six is dialectical behavioral therapy, DBT. The reason it's called dialectical is that it involves two things that might seem to be in opposition but are both important, the need for acceptance and the need for change. Firstly, a patient's feelings need to be validated or accepted without judgment in order for them to learn more effective ways for them to manage and respond to them. I'm doing the best I can on the one hand and at the same time, I need to do better on the other. It includes acceptance-oriented skills, so mindfulness, focuses, which focuses awareness on the current moment, distress tolerance, so patients are taught to better handle crises and stressful situations, change-oriented skills, so emotional regulation, patients are taught to become aware of their emotions and to rationally assess these. Interpersonal effectiveness, Patients are taught to rec recognise and assert their needs without coming into conflict with others. It's used in patients with severe problems in emotional regulation. The time frame is once a week for 16 weeks and is usually done in a group setting. Indications are mainly for borderline personality disorder and it's adapted for other conditions that struggle with emotional regulation, including eating disorders, substance misuse, and sometimes in PTSD. Number seven, we have acceptance and commitment therapy. Acceptance and commitment therapy differs from traditional cognitive behavioral therapy in that rather than trying to teach people to better control their thoughts, feelings, sensations, memories, and other private events, ACT teaches them to just notice, accept, and to embrace their private events, especially previously unwanted ones. ACT aims to help the individual clarify their personal values and to take action on them. It aims to accept your reactions and, to, to, and be present, to choose a valued direction, and to take action. Finally, number eight, we have motivational interviewing, which has four components. Empathy, identifying discrepancies between problematic behaviour and broader problem personal values. Thirdly, accepting the patient's resistance to change. And fourthly, enhancing the patient's self-efficacy. Motivational interviewing is derived from CBT and readiness to change models. Indications include weight loss, smoking cessation, substance use, encouraging adherence to cardiac rehab, and time is, it takes two to four sessions. If we consider the psychiatric illnesses, schizophrenia is generally treated with CBT, assertive community training and vocational training. Bipolar is treated with CBT and interpersonal social rhythm therapy. Depression can be treated with individual psychotherapy and CBT. PTSD can be treated with trauma-focused CBT and eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, EMDR. FYI, for a bit more information on cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT can be understood via the ABC model, where A plus B equals C. So A is the activating event or the situation, B is the patient's beliefs, and C is the consequence, so the feelings and behavior that the patient experiences. So, CBT is based on the principles that all psychological problems are consequences, so 
A plus B equals C. Problems arise from B, your belief, not from A, the activating event. There are predictable connections between beliefs and consequences. Core beliefs arise from early life experiences and weakening beliefs will weaken the associated distress and disturbance.